Hey, did you know there's a little pink pill? Wait, a what? A little pink pill? Did you say a little pink pill? Yes, the little pink pill. You definitely need to know about this. Are you for real? Just to be clear, you're telling me there's a little pink pill for me? That's right, the little pink pill. And it's called Addy, A-D-D-Y-I, or Flibanserin. Learn more about the little pink pill at A-D-D-Y-I.com. See full prescribing information and medication guide, including boxed warning regarding severe low blood pressure and fainting in certain settings at addy.com slash PI or call 844-PINK-PILL. Good news, ladies. There's more. Addy, the FDA-approved little pink pill, is also affordable and can be shipped directly to your front door. That's right. With insurance coverage, Addy is only $20 per month and $0 after month three. If your insurance doesn't cover Addy, there is still a discount program to get you the best possible price and get free shipping right to your door. So now's the time to ask your doctor about Addy. Learn more at Addy.com. That's A-D-D-Y-I.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. We kick off week six of the NFL with a primetime game tonight on Amazon between a couple of teams that are bunk. The Washington Commanders go to Soldier Field to take on the Bears at 8-15. Washington started their season pretty encouraging. Uh, they were 1-1 one one against Detroit and Jacksonville. They racked up 27.5 points a game and 393 yards of offense across those first couple of games with Wentz in charge. Since then, Carson and the boys haven't done much. They followed up that one and one start with consecutive losses to the Eagles, Cowboys, and Titans. And in those games, they scored 17 points or less in all three of them. And it was basically 11.7 points per game and just over 300 yards per game. Meanwhile, the Bears, you don't know what to think of them. Uh, They've averaged 17 points per game on 274 yards per game across a 2-3 and record to open the season. Justin Fields attempting just 17 passes per game across those five games. And they've been average at best. Their only wins came in a deluge of rain at Soldier Field in Chicago in week one when they beat the Niners 19-10. to That was a shock. And then they won against Houston in week three at home, 23-20 to in a boring game. Don't be fooled by the score. So Washington uh, averaged 24 points per game and 390 yards per game across Three games with the Lions, Jags, and Titans, but they struggled, obviously, against the Eagles and Cowboys because they have great defenses. Meanwhile, the Bears allow 20-plus points in four of five games this season. They've been allowing 21.2 points per game compared to their horrible offense that averages 17 points per game. I've seen money line numbers at Chicago minus a buck 12 and the Commanders minus a buck 4. I've seen it at minus a buck 15 Chicago, minus a buck 5 Washington. I've seen the total at 37 and a half. That was earlier in the week like on Wednesday and then uh, we've seen it uh, go from Washington getting one 
on like Wednesday to, you know, just to pick them straight up. You know, when your boy was in Indy, Wentz, the Colts offense averaged 26 and a half points per game and turned the ball over just 19 times. That was top 10 in the league. He completed 62% of his passes for over 3,500 yards and a 27 to 7 interception ratio in his first season with the Colts. Now he's starting his third different team since 2020 because the Colts said we've seen enough and they moved him and now he's in Washington. So when they opened the season one and one with the Detroit and Jacksonville games and they racked up those 27 and a half points a game and 393 yards a game. uh, But the offense was terrible in weeks three and four. They scored 10 points or less and sub 300 yards in back-to-back losses in, you know, the games with Philly and Dallas. So they bounced back with a nice 385-yard effort against Tennessee. But they couldn't get it done when they got down to the two-yard line at the end of the game. Wentz got picked on third and goal, and there was no time left on the clock. So the bottom line is they blew it. If they would have won that game, they'd probably be a favorite in the game against the Bears. You know, the Bears are 0-9 against the spread in their last nine home games against Washington. The Bears, meanwhile, finished third in the NFC North with a 6-11 record last year. They started 3-2, and and then they went 3-9 and nine the rest of the way, and their offense ranked 27th in the league in scoring and 24th in yardage per play and total yards. Basically, 18 points a game and just under 5 yards per play. You know, sandwiched between the win over the Niners and a win over the Texans in weeks 1 and 3, they had the double-digit road smacking by the Packers in Week 2 at Lambeau. Their offense is bunked, though. Uh, you know, Fields averages 17.3 points per game and 265 yards a game in those first three games. They basically average the same thing, 17 points a game and 288 yards a game in losses consecutively to the Giants and Vikings in Weeks 4 and 5. I'll give them this. They came back and covered against the Vikings at U.S. Bank and many. Here's some trends. The Commanders are 1-4 against the spread in their last five games. The Bears are 5-12 straight up in their last 17 games. The under has been alive in five of Washington's last seven games. The total's gone over in five of Chicago's last six games against Washington. And I told you, they're 0-9 in their last nine against the spread against Washington. The Commanders are 2-8 straight up in their last 10. And they're 5-1 against the spread in their last six against Chicago. They're 7-1 straight up in their last eight against the Bears. And they're 1-4 straight up in their last five road games they're nine and oh against the spread in their last nine as i mentioned against chicago those are crazy trends so speaking of washington their coach riverboat ron rivera apologized to carson wentz 
for saying, you know, things that basically came across as he sucks. I mean, in not so many words. Uh, he says they were misconstrued by the media. Of course, blame the media. He said, Carson and I had a nice conversation, so I think we're ready to roll. He said he spoke to the team about the comments that he made earlier in the week. Rivera was asked why the commanders are one and four in his third season compared with the other teams in the division, which are all four and one. And he said quarterback was the reason. He said that the other team's quarterbacks had been in place longer than Wentz had been in Washington. Of course, they traded for him in the offseason. And Rivera said the QB is still getting comfortable in the offense and with his teammates. And he's glad he has a quarterback now that they can build around. Wentz was told by a team spokesman what Rivera had said, and he wasn't bothered by it. Wentz said, coach addressed it, handled it. Nothing for me that I'm overly concerned about. Coach is straightforward. He's an upfront dude. He addressed it in the team meeting, which I thought was cool, in which he meant, you know, the things he said were not the way they came across. I feel very confident in that. That's not what he meant. Rivera said he understood how what was said was perceived negatively. He said, quote, I told him I said some things that were misconstrued. I didn't present them properly. That's on me. I took accountability, told the guys I should know better, and I had a bad day, so I figured I was feeling better today. Let's move forward. Rivera said he didn't want it to be a distraction going into the game tonight. And, you know, his backup, Taylor Heineke, said, we all assumed that it was taken the wrong way. He did a good job clearing up that in the morning meeting Carson has broad shoulders he understands the deal it meant a lot to the whole team for anyone who didn't know what Rivera meant it was good to hear from him and he said that Wentz is tough he played in Philly once you play in Philly everything else is easy peasy from there Wentz is listed as having a shoulder injury on the injury report for the game tonight He said about his right throwing shoulder, despite the injury, uh, indicated he he, uh, would have been limited in terms of full practice in the last couple of days. But he said, I don't know when it occurred, and it feels pretty good. It feels pretty good. It's like it was a Monday after the game kind of thing, so I'm feeling pretty good now. Rivera said he doesn't think it's going to be a problem. Bottom line is, Washington needs to win this game. I mean, don't most people think that they had that game against Tennessee in the bag at the two-yard line and didn't get it done? Now, I bet on Tennessee in that game, so I'm glad they didn't get it done. But they should be able to go into Chicago and give the Bears some problems. I hate that Bears offense. I don't like their defense. I don't like anything about Chicago, to be honest with you. I think they're fairly easy to deal with. I mean, the Vikings were up 21-3 and then effed around with them and let them back in the game, and the Bears covered. It screwed betters, but for the most part, the Vikings had that game in the bag and then quit working hard. That's the bottom line. I don't think a lot of people are that excited about that game, but I know a game they are excited about, and that's the Sunday game 
at night with the Eagles hosting the Cowboys. And you got a division uh, that looks like this. Phillies 5-0, and Dallas 4-1, and the Giants 4-1, and and then you got the Commanders, who I told you uh, have nothing but problems at 1-4. But it is a conference that's on the up, and there's no doubt about it. Uh, you got uh, teams with great defense in Philly and Dallas. Uh, Jalen Hurts playing great. Cooper Rush playing great. And you don't know if, if Dak's going to go or not, but look at that Dallas defense with Parsons and Trayvon Diggs. And then they got to deal with those Eagle receivers. A.J. Brown's a badass. Devonta Smith is unstoppable. I mean, it is going to be thick. That Dallas D has not allowed more than 19 points in their first five games. They haven't looked that good since, like, the early 70 Cowboys. They have 20 sacks, tied for the fourth most the Cowboys have ever had through five games. Philly is tied for first in takeaways with 11 compared to seven for the Cowboys. The reason Dallas has been so good is Rush isn't turning the ball over. No picks, and that's the difference. I can't wait to see Diggs take on A.J. Brown and see if he can stop him. That's going to be a sick game. Hey, did you know there's a little pink pill? Wait, a what? A little pink pill? Did you say a little pink pill? Yes, the little pink pill. You definitely need to know about this. Are you for real? Just to be clear, you're telling me there's a little pink pill for me? That's right, the little pink pill. And it's called Addy, A-D-D-Y-I, or Flavanserin. Learn more about the little pink pill at addyi.com. See full prescribing information and medication guide, including box warning regarding severe low blood pressure and fainting in certain settings at addy.com slash PI or call 844-PINK-PILL. Good news, ladies. There's more. Addy, the FDA-approved little pink pill, is also affordable and can be shipped directly to your front door. That's right. With insurance coverage, Addy is only $20 per month and $0 after month three. If your insurance doesn't cover Addy, there is still a discount program to get you the best possible price and get free shipping right to your door. So now's the time to ask your doctor about Addy. Learn more at Addy.com. That's A-D-D-Y-I.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 